Well, it's that time again, and I'm so excited about today's podcast. Well, I'm always excited about every one of them, and I'm always excited about my guest, but I have some guests here today that are amazing and so talented, and they're going to teach all of my Secret Squad listeners a lot about dancing and just going through life having fun. And I've almost already told you, but the title of the podcast today is The Secret to Dancing Your Heart Out. So I just am going to get right to it and tell you about everything we're going to do. But first, I want to tell you who's here with me today. I have Mikey Minden. And whoa, thank you. Thank you, see. (laughs) Mikey is a choreographer and creative director. He has worked with so many of, well, my favorites, but the world's favorites. I'm talking about Usher. I'm talking about Pink. And most of all, the very best, the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, (laughs) you just get chills when you hear someone else say it, but when you think about it. Well, you know, Pussycat Dolls is a very special project to me. It's been about 15 years of my life on and off. And we're actually uh, coming out with a reunion tour in April 2020 all over Europe and in Australia. And we just shot the first music video in a decade this past Saturday. No way. So it's great timing that I'm here chatting with you. We could talk all about it. I can't wait. Also, I don't want to ignore my other genius and brilliant. And let me just tell you all listeners, gorgeous. Montana Tucker. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, that was such a great intro. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, true. All true. Montana is a dancer and a singer, and she does dance videos on Instagram. And let me tell you, once I started watching, my night was gone. My day was gone. It's like, <laughs> you can't tear yourself away. I couldn't. And you have at least 2 million plus followers. And one thing I'm really excited about and I want to talk about today as many times as possible, you are in a contest right now on yes. iHeartRadio. Tell us all about it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Ooh. When I when I found out about that, I was like, wait, really? Um, for iHeartRadio Social Star Award. Oh. So it's going to be on, on TV and everything. So oh I God. hope I win. That'd be really cool. Yes. Um, and how do I'm you really win? Excited. You win by all of us. Everyone has voting. to vote. If you're watching or listening, you all have to vote. You can vote every day, 50 times a day per <gasps> email. Really? So Robin, I'm going to check. Oh, I'm voting ch- oh you day. can check. You can check. Listen, <laughs> I vote. I vote. I have a, my youngest son is a, an entertainer. He sings. Yeah. And he's been in some of these contests. And you think I didn't vote as right. many times <laughs> as I could over and over and over. I, I sure did. So listen, every one of you Secret Squad out there, you listeners, please vote. And I know for a fact that the voting goes until March. Yes. The 20, is it the 23rd? I think it's the 23rd. Okay, yes. Good. Right before the awards. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. And I, I just feel in my heart that you're going to win it. Thank you. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So, good luck. Thank you. So I just, I'm I'm thrilled that both of you are here today. Excited yes. to be here. We're gonna, yeah. I, I want to hear more about everything that's going on, especially this reunion. I got you. Oh my gosh. So start, <laughs> tell us all about it right now. Tell us what's Well, uh, my partner and I, Robin Anton, Robin's the creator of the Pussycat Dolls many, many years ago. She brought me in in about 2001. And ever since then, we've been going hand in hand on on the brand, really. You know, we've had Vegas shows. We've done touring shows. We've had the pop group. We've done the Viper Room. We've done the Roxy. Really everything there is to do. So 
we've been talking about this for a long time, getting the original band back together. And you know, it's hard because all these, they're now women. They're not girls anymore. They're women. Uh They have husbands, they have children, they have lives. Everyone lives in different parts of the country. But in the resurgence of the past year in 2019, all these bands were getting back together. The Uh Jonas Brothers, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block. I mean, so many of them. So we thought, you know what, 2020 is the year. So last year we put all the, the work into motion and here we are. We did this X Factor performance at the end of um, uh, the year last year. And most importantly, you know, the girls have a new song. It's called React, oh which will be out in, I believe, a week. And then the video will follow probably in the next two or three weeks. And we shot it here in L.A. And it was the first time that we'd all worked together in a decade, which is crazy. Oh, That's wow. Insane. This is amazing news. I oh. mean, I'm I'm in Really just in shock. I was in shock. I was in shock too. (laughs) That's so exciting. We were all in the room together. It was was a trip because here we were at rehearsal and it's like everyone's lives have gone in all these different directions. And I've been so fortunate and so blessed to work with so many people over the past decade and do so much great stuff. And same with Robin and same with all the girls. But Mm -hmm. it was time for us all to come back together and reunite. And the video is the perfect way to do that because the music videos are the most important. They live forever. They go viral around the world yes. forever. Yes. So we did it. Mission accomplished. Oh. It was very successful. Good energy, good vibes, good spirits all the way around. And it was just a great um, kicking off point for wow. 2020. Had the girls kept in touch or was this? Uh, no, I'm- I think, um, listen, with social media, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone can keep in touch, uh-huh. even if you don't you know, actually speak or text or call, you see what everyone's doing. So Mm -hmm. it's in a way we were all kept in touch with each Uh other. I think some of the girls probably kept um, in more touch. Uh Um, But, you know, it was just like, it's just family. You know, we all got back in the room when it was like nothing had ever changed. Really? Honestly, honestly. And I've worked with a lot of girls (laughs) in my life and that's not always the case. Yeah. So very successful. Stay tuned. I just love this. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I love the Pussycat Dolls. I mean, they're just so iconic. Their music videos inspired me to want to make videos and dance and sing. You know, they were were always dancers at first, you know, so. 100%. Yeah, they they really, um, really inspired me, you know, starting off as a dancer, a singer. So I'm so excited for that. I can just, I feel like right now I can just. Feel the energy that had to be in that room. Oh, it was electric. Once they got started, especially. It was electric. And I don't want to give too much of the video away, <laughs> yeah, but I like literally, uh, we pulled out a lot of special effects. <gasps> oh. Dancing pretty much from like top to bottom. Oh, my God. And um, we just had a good time. It was a really special day. I bet there were some tears, though, when it was over. At the end, I was going to say there was a couple shots and some tears for sure. <laughs> celebration shots oh, and wow. celebration tears. All happy. Um, I've been in the business since I was seven. I started oh. off. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. I was, a, I was a child actor, singer, dancer. When I was seven, I had four agents and a manager. Wow. And then I did everything there was to do, like commercially, theatrically. I was on Broadway when I was 11. I was Chip the Teacup and Beauty and the Beast. And wow. I lived in uh, New York City for a year. And then I trained at like Alvin Ailey and all these great schools. And I trained at all these really incredible choreographers and teachers like Marguerite Derricks and Michael Rooney and Vince Patterson. And a lot of people that are not really um, teaching at this point uh, nowadays. But I was very fortunate to catch the last tail end of that. And then when I was 14, I decided I wanted to leave school and become emancipated and get my... Um, 
California proficiency exam, which no one knows that's equal to four years of high school. It's not a GED. So if I did want to go to college in five years for something that I was passionate about, I could. Uh But I just knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I was, you know, I had been in front of the camera from age seven to 14 and I had done everything. I had made a lot of money. I was very successful. And I've kind of fulfilled that uh, part of my passion for performing and Uh dancing. Um, and then I just wanted to create. I wanted to have more power. I wanted to be the boss. And I know that sounds crazy as like a 14, 15-year-old, mm-hmm. but I just never let anyone tell me no. And it just goes to show you that if you do follow your dreams and you persevere, you can make things happen. Because here I am now, 35, sitting here with you that, and you. That <laughs> telling this and telling beautiful story. story. Thank you. So, you know, fast-forwarding, I did all of that. I became emancipated just you know, so I could work as a legal adult because you can't be on set for more than nine and a half hours if you're under 18, child labor laws in California. So I took this test so I could leave school early, got my diploma, check. Then I became emancipated with my parents. I have a great relationship with them. It wasn't because of that, but it was, like I said, only because of working legally. Check, did that. And then my first choreography job when I was 15 was for Usher. Wow. Who you mentioned. For his 8701 tour. And then I met Robin Anton at 16 and I started working with her, and then Pussycat Dolls became a huge part of my life for many, many years. And, you know, over time, you know, I've been so fortunate to work with, with the Dolls, work with um, Pink, Usher, um, Black Eyed Peas, um, lots of urban artists, Kay Michelle, Keisha Cole. I've been fortunate to work with so many great actors and actresses like Cameron Diaz. Um, you know, just the list kind of goes on. Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian. And, um, you know, fast forward, I've done pretty much everything there is to do as a choreographer and creative director. And, you know, a lot of my time now becomes spent on camera, which is something that I love as well. Back on camera, but only as myself, uh-huh. not as a character. That mm-hmm. is... I am a character. <laughs> yeah, we're all characters. I, I, I don't need a script. Very talented. <laughs> Very talented don't need character. A script. Um, so that's kind of like the quick overview of my story. I am so happy you are here. Happy to be here. Thank you. This is this is wonderful. And uh, Montana. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like your story is pretty much the same. How old were you when you yeah, knew it's very you similar. wanted? So, it's actually so inspiring because I, Mikey and I, for some reason, we've never like connected over the years. But I feel like I know I'm her. Robin, and <laughs> yeah. we, we oh. know a lot of the same people, totally. and so it's really awesome that. Well, we're Kristen all here was telling me that the two of you were so excited. To, just to know that you were going to be here yeah, today together totally. and, and, and meet each other. <laughs> so great, I think that's why the, another reason the, the smiles are just beautiful in here today yes. and the energy is so great. Yay. So I'm, I'm just thrilled. Yay, so tell us, you. how did you get into dance and music and knowing that that's what you wanted to do? Yeah, of course. So since I was little and I actually just, my mom recently came across this footage of me when I was like five or six years old. I used to put on these little plays in my house, uh-huh. like make all my friends dress up. And <laughs> like, I was literally trying to film videos back then that I didn't wow. even realize I did until my mom recently showed me these videos. So it really oh. started at a young age of me just loving to be in front of the camera. But um, my mom at first didn't want me getting into the industry after hearing all the negative things you hear about the entertainment industry. She was a very strict mother. I couldn't do anything oh. when I was younger. She she used to be she was an ex probation parole officer. So oh. she oh. was on top of she's still on top of everything. I'm gonna be like 50 years old and she's still gonna be <laughs> on top of everything. But anyways, um, people would always come up to her like, "You need to have her model. You need to ha- get her in- into the industry." And she was really against it. And finally, she let me model. And I started in Florida. I'm from Florida, and I did every modeling job. I did Barney, Land of Make Believe when I was younger. 
I did um, Rooms to Go Kids. They don't have Rooms to Go out here. It's on the East Coast. But Sophia Vergara and Cindy Crawford are the adults adult spokeswoman. I was the kid spokeswoman, oh. spokesgirl, and just did all the commercials and everything. And I just always loved to dance, but I never took a dance lesson in my life. And really? do you remember Darren Henson? Darren's Dance Cruise? Uh, of course. So I used to always see his infomercials on TV, and I was just, like, infatuated with them. <gasps> and I loved Britney, of course, and NSYNC. Yeah. And I begged my mom. He had a workshop in Orlando, Florida, and I begged her to take me to it. Never had a dance lesson. She brought me to his workshop. Afterwards, he's like, where are your parents? I need to speak to them. And he's like, you need to move her to L.A. or New York. Yeah. She'd be working all the time. And at the time, like, my parents had jobs. My sister was in school. We couldn't just get up and move. So my mom actually opened a dance company in Florida. I don't know if you ever heard oh of Pop my. Stars. It was a million years ago. That's and this is before social media was really yeah. huge. So she would bring all the choreographers down to Florida, like – Darren, um, Wade Robson, Shane Sparks, wow. uh, Lorianne Gibson, uh, Brian Freeman, like all the all the choreographers yeah. down to Florida. And this is before social media. So to see these choreographers in uh, person was so shocking. Now we see everyone online all yeah, the time. Yeah. But yeah, so I started training really hard and she opened the company with Darren. And then we won the World Hip Hop Championships when wow. I was 11. Oh. And um, then I started becoming a backup dancer and I backup danced for Ashanti and Remy Ma, and from then I just loved being on stage. Like still to this day, my favorite thing is to perform. I just, I just, there's something about it that I love so much. I swear I transform into this other person oh, when I'm on stage. Um, so I started training vocally with um, Betty Wright. I don't know if you know Betty Wright, No Pain, No Gain, Clean Up Woman, like from back in the day. She was the vocal coach on Making the Band as well. And I started training with her and promoters who knew me from dancing knew that I was like an artist. So I started opening up for different artists in Florida, like Pitbull, Little oh. Wayne, oh. Florida. And then I won a contest for Step Up to the Streets to have my song in that movie. So I had my song in Step Up and everything was going really, really well. Um, then I, my parents went through a really bad divorce, which oh. was not fun ever at any age. No. And so I took like a five-year break from everything. Just be and everything was like going so well, but I just kind of had to take that break. Um, and then after the five years, I got offered to go on a tour in China and crazy fan base in China. And this is again before I was doing social media. So it was kind of insane. And I went on a month and a half tour doing all my own music and everything. And then after that tour, I was like, I got to move to LA full time. I got to do this. I never stopped loving everything. I just had to do it. Then social media randomly kind of got thrown into that world, which has been so incredible for me. Seriously, I mean, it's just changed my life dramatically. Um, Lele Pons, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, super big on social media. She saw a video of me in dance class, like really bad quality video. Like this is before like the dance class videos yeah, now yeah, that are yeah. like full on music videos. And she's like, who is that girl? I want to book her for one of my YouTubes. <gasps> And so I didn't really know because I never watched Vine or YouTube like that. So it was like a paying job for me. So I was like, this is this is great. Yeah. So I did Wonder. it. And then we did a few more. And then from there, she's like, can you teach me to dance? So I taught her a dance. We put it up online. It went pretty viral. And then from there, I just became obsessed with creating these one-minute videos online because I make them like mini music videos. So oh. it's my, my chance to be super creative and fit this whole storyline yeah. in a one-minute video, which That's is kind of hard perfect. to do. So I started doing that. And then the music side kind of fell off because I was filming like three videos a day sometimes. And it just literally took over my entire yeah. life. 
and I'm still obsessed with making them, but kind of full circle, which is so crazy. I'm now signed with Pipple. I just signed with him, which I'm so excited. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. I'm really, really excited about it. And I met him a million years ago when I opened from him when I was like 15. Oh. And his manager, Robert Fernandez, who's still his manager and partner in their label, um, reached back out about a dance video of me doing a dance video to one of Pipple's songs. And then it just led into something so incredible. So I'm really, really excited. I'm actually going to Miami next week to record a new song wow. with him. And so wow. everything has just kind of been, the career has taken all these different paths. And and I feel like people maybe see my videos online and are like, oh, she just started doing these videos. But I've had, you know, such a long journey. And I think I'm sure you understand this also that, you know, people think things happen overnight or that they don't have to work hard. And it's That's a lot of so hard work true. and you have to never give up on yourself. I mean, never. there are plenty of times that, you know, I wanted to give up or also when I was younger, I got bullied a lot in school because I was always missing school. Right. But my mom insisted that I was in honors and AP classes if I wanted Aww. to have my career. So kids didn't understand and thought that I felt like I was better than them, that I could miss school. And they were so mean. I'd cry in the bathroom every day yeah. at lunch. It was it was horrible. But you go through this journey that makes you stronger and better. And I'm still on this journey uh -huh. and path. Uh -huh. And there's so much more I want to wow. do. So you it's, know, when you, it's exciting. <laughs> when you started telling us your your story, yeah, I had this feeling, this thought, because of your mother. She is such a dedicated mother. Yes. Her literally role as a mother I would, is I would, a, I would literally wouldn't survive without her. <laughs> and it sounds yeah. like that I've always said personally that I've, I've always believed I was put on this earth to be a mother. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I get that from her. I feel that in her heart, she knew I'm, I'm her mother. That's a full-time job. And I have to, it's a full -time I have job. to think of it every second of every day and think of what's best for, mm -hmm. for you. Everything that has come your way, you have nourished it and accepted it and you have lived it as it was meant to be. I get that energy really from both of you. Yes. And look at where you both are. That means a lot. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. I had that great feeling. It's a Capricorn thing. I think yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it is. For you listeners out there, we were talking about our horoscopes and our and astrology before we got started, but I admitted I'm a Capricorn. And so we believe that. But anyway, we believe strongly about <laughs> Capricorn a Capricorn. sisters. Yes. yes. We're both Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. But and no, I, I you just, love Capricorns also. I yes. love my boyfriend of six years is a Capricorn. <gasps> so there you go. So yeah. lucky you. Yeah. Lucky me. Yeah, totally. He's a great one. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I, I, I just had to say that. No, thank you. I really appreciate I that. I do believe that both of you have lived and breathed everything that's come your way. Well, I think you have to in this entertainment business, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. because, you know, Growing up in Los Angeles and being in the business at such a young age, you experience so much rejection, so much no, 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 no. And you really have to build a thick skin mm -hmm. to survive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now being in my 30s, it's the same kind of concept. You still get rejection all the time. You still get no, no, no. So every day, like you said, is a constant journey. It's a fight. And most importantly, you have to believe in yourself. Oh, I was if, just thinking that. Yeah. It's that I guess that's what I was getting from both that's of you, that belief in yourself that you've never forgotten. Yeah. I mean, if you stop or if you get off track, everything will get off track yeah. because no one is your biggest supporter than yourself. And I really firmly believe in that, especially in this particular business, uh -huh. you know, because, you know, there's always someone coming up on your heels. There's always an 18-year-old flying in and moving to Los Angeles, to mm -hmm. Hollywood, the land of dreams. 
And I think that goes for everyone in our field, whether you're a makeup artist, hair, style, wardrobe stylist, dancer, actor, singer, whatever it may be, um, there's always someone out there to take your job. You're so right. So you have to be passionate. You have to constantly believe in yourself. You have to reinvent yourself. Yes. And stay focused. Don't get off track. Yes. That's very, very good advice. Really no, great is, advice. That is great <laughs> advice for sure. I feel like people think like that aren't in the industry. They see the glamour, oh, yeah. glamorous mm-hmm. side of it mm-hmm. all. But I think mm-hmm. the people that end up doing the best and and lasting the longest are the ones that truly believe in themselves. And also mm-hmm. how you treat others too. I feel like great point. It, if you're a good person, because there are so many talented people, but there are so mm-hmm. many talented people that aren't good people, unfortunately, yes. in our industry. Well said. So I think that if you stay a good person and you stay passionate and you stay hardworking, that's like the key to success. <laughs> I agree. That's one thing that was has always been very important to me, just raising my children and, and teaching them that, but also just for myself, just to always be genuine to who you are and stay true to who you are and never, ever let someone influence you to, to change because for some reason they think they know more, they think they know what's right. Never stop growing and reinvent yourself. Do whatever it takes because, like you said, there's always someone else always. wanting your job. It's obvious that the two of you have such passion and such pride in what you do. It's what everyone <laughs> needs to learn needs to have, needs to do. But take, any any profession, anything yeah. that you want to do in your mm-hmm. life, you have to be passionate and hard and hardworking mm-hmm. because and believe in yourself. You want to become a doctor, a lawyer, mm-hmm. all of that is very, very hard work. And you can't just wake up one day and say, I want to be a doctor and just expect totally. to go do it. Exactly. You know, and like you said, Mikey, never stop believing because you can have whatever you want. You can do very it. True. Everything is possible. Everything. Never say never, never say no. You can, anyone can do what they want to do as long as they believe it and as long as they are willing to put in the hard work. And I want to come back to um, Montana. I want to come back to what you were speaking of earlier. We don't have to talk a lot about it, Mm -hmm. but the experience of going for it when you're young, Mm -hmm. doing what it takes and and others bullying you and Mm -hmm. taking that out on you. But first, take a little break because one thing that we do is we have a drink of the day. Oh. I think it's time that we have that brought out. Today, I've picked a lemon drop martini. Yeah. How does that sound? Not mad. Okay. <laughs> Yummy. Yay. Okay, so it's a lemon drop martini for those of you listening. It has two ounces of citron vodka, three-quarter ounce triple sec, an ounce of freshly squeezed lemon juice, and a dash of simple syrup. And shake well with ice. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, oh. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. So... 
Montana, tell us a little bit about how you handled the bullying when you were in school. I mean, bullying is is probably one of the hardest things mm. ever. And I think, I mean, social media wasn't around then, so I can't even imagine how much worse it is now. And, <sighs> you know, I have a lot of younger um, followers that follow my stuff, and I've done a few um, anti-bullying videos incorporating oh. dance into it. And it's the messages that I get from these kids from watching my videos saying like, I was literally about to give up today oh, and oh. I saw your video and like, because of you, you changed my life. And I think that's why I speak so highly, uh, so much on it because of my experiences. And I just think it's, it's so terrible. And I think people now, they would say things that they wouldn't actually say in person. Mm -hmm. Keyboard bullies. That's what we call more. them, keyboard bullies. Yeah, it's terrible. It's really, really terrible. But yeah, back when I was in school, you know, I was having my career at a young age. And like I said before, my mom was, you know, insisting if I want to have this career, I have to be in honors and AP classes because school was very, very important to her. And so, you know, in the school that I was in, no, the, the, the teachers, like they were nice, but they, I had to get notes from other kids <laughs> and I had to like kind of really do it on my own and figure it out. And it was just not easy at all. And so kids didn't understand. I had commercials that were running in like around oh. in, in Florida. And so they were just so mean to me. I'd walk in the <sighs> hallways and then they'd be like, oh my God, look, it's Montana Tucker and laugh <gasps> at me. And yeah, when I walk into the lunchroom, they would get up and leave from the table and I would go to sit down. So it was just terrible. And for like a few weeks, I would sit in the bathroom and eat my food and like literally in the bathroom. And then oh. finally I told my mom. And so she started coming and driving every day to school and I'd sit oh. in her car and eat lunch because it was that terrible. Oh. Yeah. So uh, it was, you know, it really forced me to be strong. I'm a very sensitive person. I mm -hmm. was back then. I still am very sensitive, but I think what motivated me so much was that I don't want this to ever happen to anyone else. Uh-huh. So I think that almost motivated me to want to work harder at my career so that one day I can inspire people. And yes. I didn't have the videos and the social media in mind at that time. But, you know, now full circle, I think that has really inspired me to do what I'm doing now. And that's why I speak a lot about anti-bullying. And I spoke um, on panels and and for Tarte um, Cosmetics, they had a whole big um, anti-bullying convention that I spoke at. And oh, so I love that. It, it means a lot to me. And I'm Trying and I my hardest to stop it. Whatever I, 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 I love, do. yeah, I love that you uh, bring that up and and that you do speak about it because I think a big part of this message now is that if you are being bullied and you don't know what to do or or how to handle it, find something you're passionate about: mm -hmm. dance, singing, music, exactly. an instrument, a sport. It, it's not everything. It may not. It may not be every answer but at least you had something that you were passionate about and proud of and that you could take your mind off of the bullying of and it allowed you also to speak out to your mother, speak out to others. And that's so, something I encourage also for people to mm -hmm. say something because I think a lot of these kids bottle it in and uh -huh. don't say anything. And that's why unfortunate, such unfortunate events happen mm -hmm. that we hear mm -hmm. about. And even movies like The Joker, I don't know if either of you saw the movie The Joker, but that movie, I mean, I had such a pit in my stomach from seeing that movie, but... It's like you see how terribly bullied this man was yes. in the movie. And if someone 
everyone saw the signs of his mental illness and saw him being bullied. But if like one person, I mean, I know, I know there was like one guy that, that he worked with that was nicer to him, but if someone was nice to him or if someone saw mm-hmm. these signs of mental illness, like he wouldn't have done what he did. And that's mm-hmm. what in the world, all these crazy things that are happening. It's like people never look to see that side. They're just always wanting to blame, that's true. you know, whatever. But I think that nowadays with, especially with the power of social media, you know, we have these platforms mm-hmm. that, not to get into like political things and right. get too crazy, but you know, especially me that I have a younger mm-hmm. following, I mm-hmm. try to be as positive and share my experiences mm-hmm. and let others know that like it's okay to go through things. Everyone's going through something. Mm-hmm. Everyone, mm-hmm. even the people, especially with social media, that look like they have the most glamorous, amazing mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dealing with something. <laughs> That's right. So it's okay to feel off some days. It's uh-huh. okay to go through things, but talk about it with people because yes. you'll be surprised other people yes. are going through it as and well. And it's not you. It's the bully. Right. It's not you. So it's okay to talk about it. It's right. okay to tell someone about it. I have a foundation I created eight years ago and I named it When Georgia Smiled after my mother. My mother uh-huh. had has passed away a long time ago and uh, she was a beautiful woman, a sweet, kind, loving, the most beautiful heart ever. And my foundation focuses on domestic violence and sexual assault. And uh, so I named it When Georgia Smiled because of her smile brought such comfort to me and to my siblings and just told us how much love she had for us and that everything was going to be okay, only because my father was an alcoholic and he would go off to drink and we never knew when that was going to happen and we never knew when he was going to come home. And because we grew up very poor, it was just a scary time for us. And it caused me to live every day with uncertainty, not knowing, you know, when was he going to come home? Is he going to come home? And will we have anything to eat? The lights, will they be on? Whatever. So, but we could all look to my mother for a smile and she was always so strong. And that smile just told us everything was going to be okay. So, so powerful. Thank you. I think anything that helps to inspire young children that are in those situations. Well, especially as a young boy, it's like in the arts, you know, this has kind of been brought up a lot lately, you know, again, with bullying, I was kind of fortunate where I didn't have too much on my plate. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of, you know, young boys out there that are in dance and singing and the arts. And it's like, it's just frowned upon. Mm -hmm. And that's so unfortunate, because the arts is such a beautiful thing. And like you were saying, it's, you know, it can just be such an escape Mm -hmm. for kids. Yes. And I don't know what I would do if I didn't have the arts in my life. And if I was, I was, you know, so blessed to have parents that nurtured mm-hmm. it yes, and that helped me get into the industry and that saw me dancing in my room at age seven and oh. said, okay, he really wants to do this. Oh. When I told my parents, like, I want to be on TV. I want to be in commercials. They took me seriously. And they, so wonderful. you know, nur- like I said, nurtured me along the way. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my parents. I love that. So I love that. And so off of that subject and back into our very high energy and all right. <laughs> fun, Shake fun. It off. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's just get, <laughs> let's get away from that. But I, I just had to ask. Thank you for sharing your story. Also, oh, by the way, we were welcome. talking all about our stories and I did not know any of that. So that's really powerful. And I appreciate you sharing that. Thank but. you. Thank you very much. I love that both of you being so talented and having such a passion for your arts that you had parents that were so supportive. Who else would you say in your life when you were young and you knew what you wanted to do? Who else would you say inspired you? It sounds a little cheesy, but my like inspiration as a young child was Paula Abdul. Oh, like for me, she was just like the ultimate performer. And she started off as a dancer 
And she, you know, was from the San Fernando Valley, the 818, which is where I'm from. Oh. And born and I raised in the Valley. I was actually born in San Fernando Valley. Oh, see, so there you wow. go. <laughs> Studio City, Sherman Oaks, my hood. Um, but Paul Abdul is my everything. I would sit I and watch that. all of her videos. And then I kind of transferred into Janet Jackson and Madonna. And I was always just a fan of the divas, you know? So, like, I would be in my room with the door closed and the candles on and some incense burning. And I was just this little crazy, creative, artistic kid. And that's all I knew. I never wanted to go outside. I never wanted to get dirty. Don't you dare put yep. me in a baseball outfit. I will kill you. <laughs> I was just always different. And I always enjoyed being different. Yeah. And um, that was just part of my journey. So I think for me, the inspirations came from a lot of those huge female pop stars. Oh, and that's why it's weird that today, you know, full circle, I all I do is work with female pop stars uh -huh. or female celebrities. Uh -huh. It's true. That's all I do. That's kind of my vibe. And I love it. It's what I'm good at. It's what I'm passionate about. And I just work really well with women. I love that. So how old were you when you first met Paula Abdul? Well, have you met her? Believe it or not, I've literally met not to sound like that guy, but no, I've worked us. and probably met with mostly every celebrity it's out there. Happen. I love it. It is going but to happen. The Paula Abdul thing, <gasps> don't ask me why. Like she's, you know, she's she's very easily attainable, but like I have not had that one-on-one. -on -one. It hasn't been the right moment and yet. When it does happen, you guys are just gonna be and obsessed I've with kind her. of let that just like be what it is. Because oh my gosh, I'm gonna get her over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that's just like the one, like I've met Madonna, I've met all these people, yeah, Janet, yeah. like all of them, but no Paula. And well, I think, uh, like you said, one day when it's meant when it, to but be. That's what it, when stuff like that happens, I feel like it's because when it does happen, it's going to be so insanely incredible. I hope it's as magical as I have in my it, head. It will be. <laughs> she's a doll. She's right, and, a doll. And everyone only has the nicest things to say about her. And I'm so glad that she's doing her show in Vegas now, which is great, which I have to go see. And it's gotten great reviews. But I'm just, you know, I've always oh. been such a big fan because she was a dancer first. And that yes. was, I always thought was so cool. She was a dancer. She was a choreographer. She was yes. a Laker girl. And yes, then yes. she uh, transformed into the artist that we know and love. Yes. What was she just on? What did she just perform on? And One I just of the thought, award shows recently. Yeah. Right? Uh, she, oh, uh, she did the American show. Music Awards. Yeah. Yes. She looked amazing. She did look she great. She did that body. a phenomenal job. Yeah. She Those great. dance skills are yes. still on point. I know. <laughs> So, you know, for I'm me, just so mad I didn't know this ahead of time. I would have <laughs> called her and asked her to come over here because well, she would have done it. I'll come back. Yeah. We'll have another another moment. <laughs> yeah. well, yes, we will. Yeah. Yes, we will. We'll it will moment. be the moment. The moment. Yeah. Th th this would be a good moment to meet her. Sitting, yeah. sitting down like right? this. Chatting. Wow. Chatting. Yes. Um, you're, you're just going to love her. I, I know you will. Well, that is so I interesting. I forgot what the question was. Who your inspiration who, oh, okay. Other than your parents, of course. And yeah. God bless you both for your phenomenal parents. But I wanted to know Yahoo. Yeah, I think it was you. all of those divas that mm -hmm. I still know and love, and um, I'm still in that world. Wow. Okay, so what about you, Montana? Okay, so mine's going to probably be obvious as well, but Beyonce and J-Lo. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh. I mean, Britney was my first, like, yeah. as a performer, I just would, like, watch her, you know, videos, and she was one person that, like, really wanted, made me want to start dance, yeah. um, dancing, but now J-Lo and Beyonce, I feel like I just study them so much. And I mean, they both have had such long careers and you have like rarely ever heard anything negative about them. You know, I feel like that's true. Our, our world for some reason always, is always trying to find the negative in people. Oh, and you know, they've always remained so classy and professional. 
And I know a lot of people who have worked with both of them and I've known they're like the hardest workers ever, they which are. I admire so much that they're Beyonce and J-Lo and can have everyone doing everything for them, literally, and that they're so involved in, you know, their choreography and the editing and they're the first ones at rehearsals and the heart, you know, they're just, yeah. they're just such hard workers. So I admire that so much. Have you and met them? So mm -hmm. I met Beyonce, but J-Lo, kind of crazy story. So she, like, Beyonce is like, not a human to me. She's just like this magical creature yeah. that is just so incredible. Um, and JLo as well. But like, I just, JLo's career is a career that people say like, where do you see your career yeah. in five years? You know, that question comes up a lot. I think that career is a career I want because I've been in the modeling industry and acting industry and dancing and, and offer all my videos I produce and direct them. And she does all of that as well. And, you know, I want my own clothing line and perfume line and makeup uh -huh. line. And there's just all this stuff that I want to do. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the career model that I want, you know, as a businesswoman and entrepreneur and yeah. artist. Um, but J-Lo, so yeah, so obsessed with her. And I recreated all her videos. I did this tribute video to her where I did Jenny from the Block, oh. Love Don't Cost a Thing, and Get Right. And I did it like exact, the costumes, <gasps> oh, dancers. Wow. I got Darren to come teach us oh. the original choreography. And then he wanted to be in it. And I was like, stop, really? So I did it like to the T, got my oh. hair in braids. Like she has a sweat stain, like and get right. Yeah. I don't feel like I know this, I but do. I'm a psycho. And so yeah. she had a sweat stain. And so like I made a sweat stain there. You have to. And have to. Oh, yeah. So I did no, this whole tribute video. And so she saw it and like liked it and commented on it. Uh, and then I trained, I don't know if you know Stevie Mackey, vocal coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, incredible. So yeah. he's her vocal coach and I trained with him. And so for her last few Vegas shows, they wanted someone to come out and like promote the ending of her Vegas shows that was on social media and like an artist as well. So he recommended me <gasps> and then um, no. Benny and her manager and Jayla, they were like, yeah, absolutely. So I got, they, they brought me to Vegas and <gasps> I got to do a video on the Planet Hollywood uh, stage with like her dancers. I see that. And then she comes out at the end in the video and I was just like, That's obviously, like, oh my God, oh, died, literally died. And there are people that I think are so like untouchable, like yes. no matter what, like yes. I've met really not like on what I'm so thankful to meet such great people, but like Jayla and Beyonce are the two that I were yeah. like, Oh, I'll never. They're just yeah. these goddesses. Um, Congratulations. I, I became closer with Benny, her manager. And so they invited me to the shows, her first LA shows um, out here. So I went to that. And then her 50th birthday in Miami, I was oh, there. Yeah. It, was, it was just bizarre because okay. it was just like small okay. room with Shut like her up. family. We're tired of this. No, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No, She's in there. It's still, but it's still, every time I see her, I like freak out because yes. it's still something that is just so bizarre to me because yeah. I look up to her so much. Yes. And and also the way she is with her family too. I like yeah. see how she is with, with her family. And it's just, I mean, that's obviously no one knows what goes on behind closed doors, but as much as I've seen and heard. Phenomenal like, mother. You know, she's an amazing mother after doing all the stuff she's doing in her career. So I just look up to her so much. And I yeah, so that, that was just I love Beyonce. Beyonce, I think I might pass out if I ever meet her. But J-Lo is still, I mean, it's still so shocking to me. And like, I, I am just look thrilled up to so for you. Thank you. You have to see the video. It's I'm going cool to video. see that video. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> she was at my home for dinner. No. Hey. <laughs> Stop it. I mean, I'm sorry. JLo's at your home for dinner. Paul Abdul, you look have her on speed dial. <laughs> oh, he's gonna, yeah, we're gonna, oh we're gonna God, make so that happen. For that. I'm making that happen. That. Oh, I, I can't that. wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Oh, this is so exciting. Yay. This is fun. I am so thrilled for you. Thank you. What fun lives you guys live.
It's but again, crazy. it takes hard work yeah, to live does. these fun lives. It sure it's not does. Just, it's not just work, all. Right? It's Beyond. not all play. No, it is not all play. In fact, you probably like, don't get a lot of time to play. You're working no. so much. No, no. But that's why you have to really genuinely love what you do. I feel like mm-hmm. you probably have seen, and I've seen a lot of my friends who have been in the industry, and you can tell they just don't love it anymore, and they're just kind of doing it for whatever reasons that they have. And I think that you know, the most successful artists or people that you like Jayla, you can tell she still loves it. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes. she works hard at it and you can tell she's still so passionate. That's why Paula, when she's on stage after all these years, you can see the passion. Yes. I went, I saw Janet's concert also, and I was just blown away at Janet's like stage presence still. I mean, so passionate. So, you know, you can't teach that. That's something you Not. just can't teach, you know? And so and you, you can practice all you want, but that's something that you can't teach. You have to just genuinely have that. So I have to tell yeah. you my little short little experience with uh, choreography and such. But when Philip turned 60, I decided to do a, a little surprise for him, throwing a party. And prior to that, he'd been doing the show at that point, I guess 10 years or something. And so he would warm up the audience. So the audience comes in and play, they place videos. And one was the Shania Twain video, Ooh. Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah. So I'd been watching that one for 10 years and whatever, however long. And so I decided to recreate that one. So I get the whole costume made and the band behind me are all of his tennis buddies. The one part in that video where she has to knock that microphone stand back yeah, and yeah. forth to, to the rhythm of the song. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you should have called us. Oh, yeah. I had to hire. We could have helped you. I, I, did, I did. Well, they hired me a choreographer. Okay. And I worked for two days just to learn yeah. that move. And did it work out? I did it. Oh, good. I did Yay. it. But I'm, I'm thinking, how do you guys do it? Because I'm talking a whole song and yeah. a whole act and a yeah. whole, whole two-hour show. <laughs> Mikey, tell me, when you are working with someone and you don't have to name any names, yeah. have there been some that just can't get it? You just can't teach? 100%. <laughs> what but, do you do? Okay. There's tricks of the trade that I picked up along the way. Okay. And I've learned a lot of times the brain is the blockage that, say, the celebrity or artist or whoever I'm working with, their brain gets in the way. It's not that their body can't do it or they physically can't move their body. It's their brain is telling them, you're insecure. Oh, yeah. You have never done this before. How, how do I look? Oh, my God, I'm staring myself in the mirror. A lot of people are not used to moving their bodies mm-hmm. in front of the mirror. And I've learned you just have to try and break down those walls with that client of the day. And that takes time because you have to kind of get to know them and figure out their psyche and how their brain works and where the blockages are so that I can infiltrate mm-hmm. <laughs> in a positive mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and get what I need to get done. Um, so there's just certain tricks. And I feel like getting to know the person that you're working with and what makes them tick and what their insecurities are really helps. Not naming names, but there's this huge celebrity that has two left feet. Who is it? No. <laughs> I'll tell you after. I'm ca- I'll okay. tell okay. both of you yeah, after. I'll tell yeah. us after because, yes, we um, never want to But tell. they're iconic and they're legendary and they're like a pop culture phenomenon. But when it comes to like moving comfortably and looking natural, it's just not in their mm-hmm. DNA. Mm-hmm. But with this person, I've shot multiple music videos and commercials and things where there are movement. And people go, people will never know that she is not a great dancer, yeah, you know, but 
there's ways and it's kind of hard to explain what the ways are. It's just, you know, 20 years of doing this with people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have tricks mm -hmm. and you have ways to get in there, like I said. Um, but everyone can dance. And that's something that like, I feel like a lot of people who like look at us like, oh my God, dancers, choreographers, performers, I feel. Um, it, it, is, it is inside of everyone, but it just takes that right moment to pull it out. And you have to want to let someone pull it out because it can be a very vulnerable place moving your body if you're not comfortable doing it. You know, everyone can move. Everyone can dance. So everyone can dance. I believe so. I believe so too. And I think that's why dance is like the universal language as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, there are so many ways to dance and dance is incorporated in weddings and in bar mitzvahs, mm -hmm. sweet 16s, quinceaneras. Like dance is such a big part of all these major life events. Um, so I think that, you know, dance is just something that makes people happy. But also, again, if you have never tried a certain style or dance, it can be uncomfortable, just like anything in life. Mm -hmm. If you're doing something that is new for you, it's uncomfortable. But I think that's obviously what makes Mikey such a professional and mm -hmm. so incredible at what he does is, is taking those situations and, mm -hmm. and, you know, making people feel comfortable and feel like they can do it. And that's hard work. A lot of, you could be still an amazing choreographer, but yeah. you, a lot of people don't have that skill necessarily. Mm -hmm. But I think with taking that kind of idea, I think with social media nowadays and like this, app, these apps like TikTok, for instance, which mm. I'm now on taking over my life as well. But, um, you oh, know, they, they have these easy dances on there yeah. that are that people are recreating constantly that aren't dancers at all. Yeah. But I think an app like TikTok is more for like everyone. Like people see people on Instagram and all the content, at least for me, that I post on Instagram is like very polished. Totally. But then TikTok is this app that, you post like kind of whatever and you post like you don't really edit. It's OK if you don't look perfect. Right. It's from your iPhone versus like a professional camera and all kinds of like random celebrities, like Jessica Alba and um, Howie Mandel and all these people are on TikTok, loving TikTok, doing these Heidi Klum, doing like these TikTok dances, yeah. these like fads, but they're not dancers at all. And you can see it, but oh, they're just funny. having fun with it. We did a TikTok I joined TikTok during yes. a podcast yeah. because I had um, Danny Pellegrino uh -huh. and Lola Tash. And we were talking about social media. Yeah. He had just joined it. He was crazy about it. So we joined it and we did one. It's so Here. fun. Oh, wow. it's we so did fun. a song. We did a song and it was so I fun. Think TikTok so cute. is really like letting down people's like inhibitions yes. of feeling like they can't do it. That's why like any, like, and on TikTok or Instagram, people with big followings, their videos are the ones that usually do well. But on TikTok, anyone's video can randomly go viral, Cute. you know? And so you see all these people recreating the dance and it makes people feel comfortable that like, okay, well, if they did it and they're not dancers, I could do it as well. well so those are very easy dances, not like Mikey Minden like choreography. Coming on. <laughs> not, like, not Mikey Minden choreography oh, on TikTok, on. but I think that's just like, it, it's making people feel like a little more comfortable, but, but you know, something like Mikey's choreography, that's not an e super easy TikTok dance. I think that's a skill that he has to make people feel comfortable and feel like and they are, can do it. I can't remember. Are the TikTok videos timed? Well, the ones that do the best are like 15 seconds and under. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah, it's that's like right. shorter, for Our sure, story. shorter format is is. That's better. not very long. So. No, anyone not at can, all. Anyone but can but it's interesting because it's now I'm starting to do TikTok and so I'm trying to figure out because it's very different than Instagram. Like the, what yeah. works on there is very different than Instagram. So I, I'm still trying to like figure it out, but it's been a lot of fun because like you can film like 
20 TikTok videos in a day. Oh, I and see. I love yes. being productive. Yes. So I'm like, that's so cool. Versus <laughs> yeah. like Instagram videos take a lot, obviously a lot more time and, I just, yeah, I don't, and I effort. But I think it's a lot of fun. I think people, that's why ran, like people are now joining it yeah. and, and having fun cute, with it. Cute. Yeah. So let me ask you the question. Do you think anyone can sing? I, for me personally, I've had to work harder at my singing than dancing. So singing, did, it, it came natural to me, but not as natural as dancing did for me. So I think that, again, if you're passionate about anything, like we said before, you can do it if you're passionate at it and work hard at it. But again, singing for me wasn't as naturally. So I'm still, I still train every day, but I train in dancing as well. But again, dancing came more naturally for me. So I think with singing, you know, if you train hard enough, like some people just don't have the pitch and don't have the tone, but that's yeah. something that you can work on mm -hmm. and, and work on anything. So, um, yeah, but like I said, singing came like second nature to me versus dancing huh. was just like Because me. Philip and I are really very good friends with David Foster. And we were at his home years ago for dinner and Andrea Pacelli was at the wow. table. Yeah. Oh, I saw him for Valentine's Day like oh. three years ago in Miami, two years ago in Miami. Oh my God. He's incredible. Yeah. And his son, <sighs> his son, yes. so wonderful. He's so handsome. And he sings and yes. he's just like his father. They were singing at your house? No. Okay. I was like, <laughs> wow, that is, that is an experience. Yeah. But he has, though, Andre Pacelli, whoever's home we are, they'll ask him to sing. And he's so sweet about it. After a full meal, he'll wow. just break into, one night we were at someone else's home and he was there and they asked him to sing something. And he was like, oh, Okay, and he started singing Elvis Presley. I can't help oh, falling in wow. love, and I'm like two seats from him, and I'm just oh wow. my heavens! And he sang it, and then he apologized for it not being perfect because he says oh. I have a full belly because oh, it was like, after was oh, it was after dinner, and he just went I'm sorry. We were wow. like what? And so, but this particular night we were in David's home, and uh, we were visiting, and David asked Andre to sing something, and he sang something, and. Andrea said, Dr. Felovich, you you could do that or something jokingly. And Philip goes, no, I can't carry a toot in a bucket because <laughs> he we can't sing it. So <laughs> he taught Philip to, to sing it on key. He worked with him for just, you know, like five, 10 minutes. Wow. Like, uh, you know, how you do that, whatever you're uh -huh. doing. But got Philip to a to a perfect key and had him hold it and then taught him to, to go to another key and wow. hold it. And he sounded beautiful. It was wow. like amazing. So that's what I learned. Now singing the shower all the time. <laughs> no, but that, I did learn that night from Andrea Pacelli that yes, you can teach anyone to mm -hmm. to get to a certain key. Okay, <laughs> we have something else that we do in every podcast, okay. and that's play a game. Oh, I love games. So this game is: I'm going to give you a topic, and you're going to have 30 seconds to name as many examples as you can. And we'll play three rounds, and whoever wins gets a prize. Okay. Another drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're going to get that anyway. <laughs> so round one, Mikey, okay. in 30 seconds, name every style of dance you can think of, and I'll tell you when to go. Go. Ballet, tap, jazz, modern, hip-hop, um, Salsa, ballroom, foxtrot, jive, tango, break dancing, stripping, Mikey Minden style. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, God. The twist. 
Um, Robin gave me that one. <laughs> that was a lot. Oh my god, I don't think oh. I could have done that. Was that good? Wow. Oh, that out. was great. How many? Whoa! Oh, oh my god, I'm great. scared for mine. That was so good. <laughs> okay, Montana. In 30 seconds, name as many song genres as you can, and you can get really specialized here. All right, go. Pop, jazz, hip hop, rap, urban, um, Latin, um, rock. What? Country. Country, my gosh. Oh my God. Okay, wait. Country, um, uh, pop rock. Um, I said Latin. Oh no. Oh, that funk. One. This is way harder once you're on the spot. <laughs> that went, that <laughs> way harder. We're going to get our funk because that went, hers went faster. Mine seems way faster. Mikey, you in? Oh, oh no. We, that have one. That one. we have another round. Okay. Why was that so, like, Gosh, that was that's like such an obvious thing that you know, but why was it so much harder? Because <laughs> when you're on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so round two, Montana. In 30 seconds, name as many bad dances as you can. Okay. Yeah. Go. Okay, the dab, the Millie Rock, the, um, uh, oh my God, the Dougie, um, uh, twerking. Um, oh my goodness. There, there's like a, on TikTok, like this like renegade dance. Um, that could be a thing. Um, the whoa, mm. the, uh, oh God. Um, <laughs> I like, li okay. Oh, good. How many did you get? Six. I retire. <laughs> but like I feel like you named all the all the all the ones. There's nope. so many yeah, other ones, but I literally blacked out. Okay. <laughs> if I see one more person do the whoa. The whoa. I mean Gosh, I did never heard of any of those. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm, I'm there's special. Sure we could teach you the whoa. That'd be good. We have so to that, teach that you the whoa. before we leave. We have to do a boomerang of you us all doing the whoa. There woe. you go. Okay. Mikey. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds. Name as many dance. Focused movies as you can. Oh, mm. Love that one. Okay. Go. Flash dance, foot loose, all that jazz. Chicago. Um Moulin Rouge. Dirty dancing. Montana. Um, hit the, um, um, you got served. All of them. <laughs> she was over there giving five a Five million of them. Step up. Step up movies. Uh, bring it on. Okay. Okay. So. See, it's harder. It's harder when you're on the spot. It's so hard. Like, it's so hard you know all these things. Okay. So, final round. You only have 10 seconds in this round. Oh, no. Who wants to go first? Mikey. Okay, Mikey. <laughs> give me song titles with the word dance in them. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll start the timer. Okay. Go. I want to dance with somebody. You make me want to dance. 
dance, dance, dance. Yeah. Oh. Last dance. Dance Monkey. Mary uh. James, Last Dance, Tap Dancing, Just Dance, Let's Dance. Tap Magic Dancing is the name dance. of a song? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Blood on the Dance Floor, Dancing oh, on My Own, uh. Dance With Me, Bat Dance, Dancing Queen, Last Dance. Dancing Queen. Private Dancer. Okay, we should have got these ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. research. <laughs> I hope you dance. Okay, right. yeah, Montana. Okay. Ten oh seconds. I'm scared. Song titles Aye. with the word love in them. Go. Love Yourself. There has to be a song called I Love You, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, uh, love. Baby Love. <laughs> um, what? The 10 seconds I is hard. I swear my <laughs> times go way faster, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, Can't Help Falling in Love. Oh, I just said that one too about Andrea Pacelli. You did. I'll never fall in love again. All out of love. And I love her. The look of love. When a man loves a woman. Sunshine of your love. I do love you. No ordinary love. As long as you love me. You give love a bad name. We failed. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> Baby love. Crazy little. And crazy in love. Oh, hello, Beyonce. Crazy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> crazy little thing called love. Oh, love again. Shoot. Isn't that like one of J-Lo's songs too? Oh, it's, I didn't. Okay, dance again. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dance again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have love. a winner? Who is we it? We love dance. I feel like we tied all the way around. I feel like we're all on the we same have. team. Well, here's what she we says, do. We give the same prize to everyone. Fabulous. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> we never really have a winner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, cute. So cute. <laughs> I love this. love this. Thank you. This will be featured in probably all of our rehearsals that yes. we go to on our own. Wait, I'm obsessed with this. Thank you. You're welcome. I love how everything is branded, like the lips on it's the napkins. so genius. To the water bottle. I've always had the napkins. I got those from Kelly Worsler's store. Love but, Kelly. But I had the water so amazing. bottles made. Yes. Thank you. And You're so thank my you. nails. You're so it welcome. does. <laughs> thank you. Very useful. So basically, we take our drink and put it in here, right? You sure could, yes. Our to-go cup. Our to-go you sure could. <laughs> our roadie. Okay, so that's unfortunately all the time we have today. And I'm so sad because we've been <laughs> no, having we so much fun. I know. Well, we're coming back. Yes, are you coming are back. coming back. Both we of you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so much fun. Now, I still have some things planned, but unfortunately, though, for the listeners out there, it's over. Mikey in Montana, I'm going to let you tell everyone how to find you online. Can you please give us your website and social media accounts? Mikey, yeah. you go first. Very easy. I am at Mikey Minden across all social platforms. And my website is MikeyMinden.com. Yay. Wonderful. Yay. Could you spell your name yes. for him? Because <laughs> everyone calls me Mickey, which I hate. It's okay. Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, last name M-I-N-D-E-N.com. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, Montana. And mine's pretty easy as well. Montana Tucker on all platforms. Montana, like the state, M-O-N-T-A-N-A. Tucker, like Tucker, like Tucker. Tucker. Montana Tucker. (laughs) T-U-C-K-E-R. And that's on all social media. Oh, I'm so excited for all of you listeners out there. You're going to be obsessed. So thank you to the Secret Squad for tuning in to such a fun episode. To get your fix of I've Got a Secret on other days of the week, visit our website at I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for lots of behind the scenes extras, recipes, and blogs. It's so much fun. And I'll see all of you next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye.